What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy, Drew, where our connection continues to connect. We have another week, another show, another motherfucking update. Now, how y'all been? How y'all been living? Me? Eh, same old, same old. Ain't shit change. Same man, just a year higher. <laughs> um... How has my week been? It's been... Okay. So, last week, last week's episode, I recorded March 8th, the day before my birthday. So, um, I guess I'll start on a sad note. March 9th, my uncle actually passed away. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's sad. You know, you never want someone to pass away that's not even 50 years old. And you're like, damn, like, it's crazy that how... I remember like, so he's my um, uncle through our marriage. Him and my aunt got married and I met him at the age of 14 or 15. One of those ages I was. Um, and that's when they were dating and I met him and he was always cool. Like he bought me Tim's, you know, all types of things. They always took me out. We went to dinners. Like no matter what, like he was always a good uncle and obviously as time went along, I became an adult and, you know, you kind of have your own life. So I didn't really get to see them as much, whatever, whatever. But in any event, um, he, you know, he died from cancer and it was just sad, you know, obviously it happened on my birthday and I don't know if you guys feel the same way because this is how I feel. When you think about like when you meet somebody, right? Do you ever say to yourself, hmm, I wonder will this person die? Well, not that. That sounds crazy because everyone's going to pass away. But you, do you ever say to yourself, when this person perishes, right, what day will it be? Because sometimes I say that about myself. Like, what day will I die on? Will I die on my birthday? Will I die, uh, I don't know. In 2029, will I die in 2059? Like, I always wonder things like that. So just to know I met him all of those years ago when I was a young man and um, he died on my birthday. Like, if someone would have said, oh, he's going to die on your birthday, obviously you would have never believed him. But I just wondered if you guys thought that. Um, so the, the funeral in a week is this weekend. So I will be in New York going to that to uh pay my respects and things like that um so yeah that happened on my birthday um so that was the only bad news everything else was good I basically just went out to dinner um had a really good time the food was good the drinks was amazing as usual and it was very low-key like I literally did not do anything I just relaxed I was off of work for a few days and I just was one with myself and then I decided, you know what, I want to try something different. You know, after my birthday, I was like, let's try something different. Like, let's try to s stop snacking. Like, let's stop with the chips and chocolate. And because everyone knows my, oh, I love chocolate. And like, chocolate is my thing. Give me a Reese's Buttercup. Sign me the fuck up. That's my thing. So um, I decided that I was going to make the decision to cut back on the snacks. So I haven't had any snacks <laughs> this sounds so crazy. I haven't had any snacks since Sunday. And 
um, at first, like I was going through the sugar withdrawal, you know, like a crackhead. Um, no, no shade to the crackheads out there. Um, but I was going through withdrawals, like I wanted the sugar so bad, and I was going, oh my God, I need sugar, I need sugar. But I controlled myself, and you know, obviously today is I'm recording this actually today. This is Thursday, um, the seventeenth, and I'm I've done so good so far. I haven't had any sugar, no snacks, no chips, no candy, no cookies, no pies. Obviously, this weekend, um, I'm going to have like a little, I don't want to say a cheat day, but I guess I'll have a reward day (laughs) because I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want because the whole family's going out and we're going to, um, um, we're going to go out and have dinner or whatever. So I'm looking forward to that, um. You know, I you know, I, I don't really want to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up. I just feel like, you know, when it comes to work, right? I feel like we want these jobs. You get these jobs. You get these promotions. You're making the money you're supposed to want, the money you want to make. And you're like, you feel so unfulfilled or you hate the work or you hate this or you hate that. And I realize as I mature, there are certain things that I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Or I'm not t- or like, no, I'm not touching that. Like, I don't want to be involved. Ugh. Like, I think we all, like, people that work, quote-unquote, nine-to-fives or whatever you want to call it, I think you probably all can relate to me. Like, you get, ti- you get tired of the same old bullshit over and over and over again, whatever it is. And I realize in my field of work, um, excuse me. I need to not probably deal with people. <sighs> okay, well, my interaction with people should be very limited. And with this job that I have, it is it is limited. But it's just that sometimes you always get an asshole. And you have to be like, oh, God. Are you fucking slow? You know what I mean? <sighs> I'm just rambling. But I've just, like I was saying earlier, I just... I've matured and I realized that there are certain things that I'm just not willing to do any longer. And I'm not willing to just climb the ladder and just, okay, because it pays more, I'm going to do the job. Like, I have to protect my peace. I have to feel one with it. I have to feel like, okay, this makes sense. So this is the last position that I'm taking with my job where I'm just like, oh, I'm going after the money. Everything else moving forward would be because I feel like, you know what, spiritually, mentally, (laughs) and physically, I feel like I can do it. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This makes sense. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's easy because I feel like you don't want your job to be easy because then you will get bored. So I feel like you always should have a challenge or or always feel like, you know, my job is, it is the same, but there's a challenge every day when I walk through the doors or whether I walk downstairs to my living room or you're working outside on your patio, whatever it is. I feel like you should have some type of challenging work because I think it keeps the mind moving and thinking and evolving and trying to do greater and better things in the future. So I think that's the the great thing about having a job that's not easy, where you could just go in, you know, and I'm not, no, by, by no means am I saying working at McDonald's is easy because I've never worked there, so I don't know. But 
you know, going into a job and you could just say, okay, I just put cheese on burgers or I put ketchup on burgers or whatever it is that you're doing, that it's, it's, it's relatively simple. And I don't know if that comes with other tasks, but that's what we think. Just like how people think, oh, well, you work for this company, that job has to be easy. All you do is da-da-da-da-da, but it's not that easy. I'm telling you right now, it's not that easy. I simplify it for people, but if you (laughs) had to do the shit that I deal with on a daily basis, you would be like, Drew, what? Yeah, time, deadlines, time frames, all types of shit that happens that you have to get through, push through and get through it. But that's enough about me. It is what it is. Let's roll on into these topics. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about is Jussie Smollett, or as some of you bitches like to call him, Juicy Smollett. So for anyone that's been living under a rock, Jussie Smollett was, um, um, oh, well, I shouldn't say allegedly. Maybe I should, because I want to get sued. <laughs> no, but Jussie was... Allegedly attacked um, in Chicago. Um, I forgot what year this happened. This was a while ago. Um, he was attacked and he said they had MAGA hats on and they put like a rope around his neck and all this stuff. So fast forward to current day. He had a trial. He was convicted. He was found guilty. Um, I forgot all of the charges he was found guilty on. <sighs> Basically... He was just sentenced to a hundred and I believe fifty days in prison, and the people are divided whether or not Jesse should be in jail or whether or not he should not be in jail. Well, let's just say this: so now he's out of jail. So he actually filed an appeal, and now he's out. He only spent six days in jail, and yeah. So, people was upset because they felt like, well, well, it's only 150 days, so he should not be complaining. And my first thoughts was like, if any of you people had to go to jail for two hours, you probably would be, would be crying. Because I know I would be crying. Judge told me I had to go to jail for 150 days. Oh, hell no. The fuck am I going to do, you know? I would be so nervous and so scared, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So, and plus, you know, you you lose your freedom. Like, who wants to lose their freedom, especially if they're they're claiming to be innocent? Um, but his brother came out and made a statement saying that the black community doesn't support his brother because he's gay. And while I believe that that comment has some truth to it, I feel like you can't save the entire black community because I feel like everyone doesn't feel that way. So when you put that out there, you're creating this false narrative because there's plenty of people that support him and feel like, no, he's not guilty or I support him through this. But I feel like a lot of times, and we do this to our own community, us as black people, we try to say, oh, you made the black people look bad. Like no one, okay, I'm an individual, right? So I don't represent the entire black community. I don't represent the entire male gay species. So don't put that on my shoulders. So I feel like we have to stop doing that and trying to make it seem like, oh, well, black people. Don't group me with those people. Just say people. Don't say black people because 
there were white people, there were black people, there were Asian people, Hispanic people, all different people from all different walks of life that have opinions because this is a hot topic right now, you know? So I just felt like it was, it it was, I felt like his brother misspoke and I would have liked for him to say something different and instead of it being negative, he should have turned it into a positive and just said, you know, you guys just, you know, hashtag free Jesse. We're trying to get him out. You know, we're filing an appeal, X, Y, Z. I just feel like don't focus on the negativity because when you focus on that, it doesn't get you to where you're trying to get to. It doesn't get you there. Granted, he's out now. Now, my personal opinion on it, how do I feel about it? You know, I feel like... I don't know. I because I feel like the obviously the trial wasn't public. We don't have all of the information, so we really don't know. So looking from the outside, obviously, you know, obviously his story his story has some holes in it. But I believe that you would have to be a real sick individual to make this up. You would have to be a real sick individual to make this up, continue the lie in XYZ. Clearly, he's been convicted, so on paper, you're guilty. Now, I know you're filing an appeal, but on paper right now, you're considered to be guilty. And let me throw this in the mix really quick. Isn't it crazy that if a person is found innocent, no one can file an appeal to make them guilty? That's so odd, right? So crazy. But anyway, um, back to Jesse. Um, I just think that the story did, it looked like it did look a little crazy, when it was put out there, like at first, like I immediately jumped on, like, oh, I support, like, damn, hate crimes, da 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 X, Y, Z. That's crazy. I'm still going to rock with him and say I believe that something did happen. I just don't know what. I have no idea what happened. Um, maybe one day we'll get the truth. Maybe one day we won't. And until then, we just have to live with what the people are saying. Okay, the sentencing. Um... I don't believe that, I don't believe he should have got that much time. And I'll tell you why. Because, and I don't know if you guys listen to an old podcast, I talked about a woman named Amy on it who, is that her name? Whatever her name is. But the lady that who called the cops on a guy in Central Park. And she made this big fuss about how she, he attacked her, whatever, whatever. She went to court she was facing, I think, like five years in jail for lying to the police. Whatever, whatever. End of the day, her sentence was probation. She went to some type of class. She took the class and she's good to go. She's a white woman. Now, Jesse, who's a black man. Now, granted, I understand it's a different state. Whatever, whatever. I just feel like sometimes when it comes to, excuse me, when it comes to black people, we get harsher sentences, sentences, and it's really crazy how this, like, I mean, look at it right now. How is it that this woman has gotten off scot-free, but yet this black man has to, and granted, I know it's a little bit different because he had some, some extra stuff involved in it, but I feel like, well, how do we, how do we justify 150 days versus no jail time? And let's just say he was lying and and it's it's the truth and he's guilty. Should he do time? Yeah, he should do time. 
But I feel like Chicago has enough problems of their own. Illinois has enough problems of their own to be putting people in jail. Then we're wasting tax dollars. We're wasting the, the people's money. And let's be honest, we're, we're seeing that that state is not doing the best, right? So you sent this man to jail. He was in there for six, six days. So the people has to pay for his meals, the clothing, everything that goes into, you know, running a jail facility, right? You're paying the court, um, the court fees, all the stuff that happens, right? So all of this happens. He goes to jail for six days and then he gets out. It was a waste of time. What was the point of you sentencing him to 150 days if he just was going to get out? Make it make sense. Because your boy is confused. <laughs> I'm confused. It, to me, that doesn't make any sense. We're just sitting here and we wasted people's time. Everyone's time was wasted because he just filed an appeal and now he's out of he's out of jail. So what you did made no sense. And clearly, I don't know if you guys was watching it, they was like, we request um you overturned the the sentence and he was like, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing that. That's what the judge kept saying, and I'm just like, he's gonna file the appeal. And they're probably going to give him a bond. And that's exactly what happened. But it's like you you rather take, 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 take. It's like it's a... Sometimes I feel like it's all about money. It's it's ridiculous how this happens all the time. In any event, I just pray they all get it together. Please get it together. Jesse, you know, whether you did it or not... Excuse me. Jesse, whether you did it... Or not, I feel like let's put this behind us. Let's move forward. If you're found guilty, you know, like he said, I I respect the court's decision, but I menace it, whatever, whatever. I feel like do your time and move on with your life. You know what I'm saying? And granted, if you can file an appeal, file an appeal, do what you have to do. I I respect that as well. But I I almost feel like it's kind of like we're tired of hearing about it because it's like, oh, my God. Again, and Jesse this, and Jesse that, and Jesse, and I'm like, oh my God, how many times are they going to talk about this? It's ridiculous. And then how many people who stopped supporting him when the, when the heat got hot as fuck in the kitchen? And now we're here. So we'll wish you the best of luck. Well, that, that's all I'm going to say on that topic. So rolling on into topic number two, um, I wanted to talk about how people lead other people on, right? So I was listening. I've been having some conversations with some people and I just felt like, you know, we this is 2022, obviously. Wait, yeah, 22. And um, it's crazy to me how the amount of people will not like somebody, but they will talk to them because they're bored. And when I, t- and, um, and this is not just 20 year olds or 30 year olds or 40 year olds or 50. these are people that are grown ass people who are doing this and you know obviously this is just my opinion I'm not trying to come for anybody but I feel like why are we leading people on for what reason how is this beneficial to you so let's set the scene you meet somebody you go on a date okay yeah 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 Oh my God, where you what you do? What do I do? Da, 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 da. You know, you have your little chit chat. You know, you might even have a few drinks. 
maybe eat out of their plate. No, don't do that. That shit is nasty. You don't know that bitch. But anyway, um, <laughs> you have a good time. You know, you, you basically get to know each other at that dinner. And then, you know, maybe you might even go home with that person, sleep with them. Maybe you don't, you know, depending on what type of style you, you into. Um, and then you realize, you know what? This person ain't really for me. Or maybe you give them another date and you say, oh, this person ain't really for me. We're like, we're not clicking. Then if you're not clicking, right, why will people rather hold on to the thing not clicking than just say, you know what? This ain't for me. This is not worth my time. I'm moving on. Why do we hold on to things? And I'm guilty of it. Like, I've done this myself. Why do we hold on to it? For what reason? Is it because you're greedy? Is it because you want sex? Is it because you want companionship? Is it because you want to feel loved? Like, what is it that makes us hold on? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not doing that. Mm-mm, absolutely. If it's, to me, it's like, what is the, I'm not wasting my time. What is it? Because I feel like when you start messing with somebody, when it comes to uh, hanging with people, that's you allowing that person into your space and your energy and all of that. And then if that person has negative vibes or you're not feeling the vibe, then why are you allowing that person there? That person doesn't belong there. So you're just wasting time. And what ends up happening is then that person gets upset because they feel some type of way that you led them on. And now you the fuck nigga of the universe. Or you the bitch fucking bottom top bitch that was fucking them or they was fucking you or whatever the situation is. And now they're upset. But are they justified? Now, I think if you communicate with them and say, hey, listen... I'm not looking for anything serious. You know, I'm just looking to have fun, blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. I I get that. But I do think that you as an adult have to realize that some people can't handle fun. Some people cannot handle that. So you have to realize or see the signs like, oh, this person's getting attached. Okay, so this is not for me. And I have to walk away from this. So let me allow them. Well, let me let me allow myself to be the bigger person and say, this is not working for me. And you know what? I'm a bow out. Thank you, though, for your time. But why are we waste why are we wasting months and weeks and years on people that don't even hold any value in our lives? That almost it's almost like you're discounting yourself. So if this person is not the person for you, why are you there? Because if if we don't waste our time on shit like, oh, I would never work there. So if you wouldn't work there, why are you talking to a guy that you would never talk to? Or you know that's not on your level or that that person is not someone you just want to rock with. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I'd be trying to make it make sense, but Drew, let it go. I'll tell you guys a quick story. I remember I was talking to somebody. Oh, God. This was a long time ago. This was when I was <laughs> in my whole days. Let me say now. I think I was, um, I believe I was 20 and um, or 21, whatever I was. It's when I was living with my roommate, uh, Dane, who was, who's been on the show with me. And I remember I was talking to a guy and I really didn't like him. You know what I mean? But it was more so about just the fact of having that companionship, like he was going to come over, he was going to have food, blah, 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 blah. But I just knew he was not 
the type of dude for me. And not to mention, he did come faster than the speeding bullet. <laughs> but anyway, um, he just wasn't my style. But I was bored. So I would just be like, oh, let me hit him up. Whatever, whatever. He could come over from the Bronx and we'll have a good time. So he would come over and we would chill. And I think we did this for about maybe a month or two. And then I was just like, yeah, I don't want to do this no more. So I just basically told him, you know, kick rocks. And he was so upset. Like, why would you have me coming all the way from the Bronx? all the way from the Bronx. But he did live deep in the Bronx. He, I think he almost lived near Yonkers or something. But he was deep up there or deep down there, whatever how it goes. But he was upset. Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you play me like that? Like, I started feeling you and like, I'm catching feelings and you didn't even let, and I'm like, oh my God. So from that moment, I always felt like, let's not lead people on. Let's not say, okay, let me lead you to the fountain. Oh, but you can't drink this. Sorry. No, 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 no. That's for somebody else. That's for good old John in the third row. <laughs> that's for John. But that's, in, in that moment, that's when I realized, like, I can't do this to people. Because I wouldn't want that done to me. Like, could you imagine you hanging out with somebody and then they randomly just say, no, this ain't for me no more. But meanwhile, we've been spending months together. You should have known this shit by date number three. My nigga, as they like to say in Brooklyn. But but I feel like you should have known that. And I feel like if you didn't, then clearly you were playing games. So I feel like when it comes to dating, we have to do better. We just have to do better when it comes to communicating with other people and trying to understand them and listen to their feelings. Or even, like I said, listen, like look for the signs, like look for that stuff. Well, if this person is not worth your time, stop calling them like, oh, I'm bored, bitch. I'm going to call him and just go on a date because he can pay. For what? You don't want this person. So what is the point of you wasting your fucking time on a free meal? For what reason? It doesn't make any sense. Call a person that you really want to date. Maybe that person doesn't like you and that's why you call the other bitch. <laughs> Maybe that person's... That could be possible. Ah. Uh. I don't know, people. As I do the show, it it really, like, certain things just open my eyes. And I'm just like, damn, like, my really quick. My mom used to always say, if I knew what I knew now back then, my life would be different. And I was like, why does she always say that? That shit is so corny. Like, get the fuck. Like, I didn't say this to her. But I said it to myself. Like, what is she talking about? But I completely understand it. Like, how... When you're younger, you're so immature, so you do certain things that you would never do here today at 36 or at 57. You would never do those things like you would have done at 22. So I don't want to hear these people with this anymore. Let's let it go. If it's not of any value, let it go. Let that person go. If you want to be friends with them, be friends. Friend zone the bitch. And if you can't friend zone them, cut them the fuck off. Snip, fucking snip. And that's all I got to say about that. That's the show, guys. That's it. That's all I got this week. Um, as always, I, cont- I thank you for your continued support, um, for listening 
to the podcast. We've come a long way, haven't we, people? Um, I want to... I want to try something different. So in the coming weeks, I'm going to be introducing something that's going to be a little bit different for the show. Um, Something that you're not used to. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but um, you'll hear it while listening. Again, I thank you for listening, and I'll catch you guys next time on Drew Presents.